Today on the Tapu Show, Spider-Man video game is roasted for butchering the Spanish language by making it inclusive, aka removing gender. Chris Christie says it's time to move on from Trump and yet is immediately ratioed on Twitter himself. Ron DeSantis and Florida's Israel rescue operation goes viral. Los Angeles is ranked number one for organized theft two years in a row. What an accolade. Ultra Q3 results are in. BP to purchase Tesla superchargers. Stellantis to invest $1.5 billion into a Chinese EV company. And Best Buy to recall 930,000 pressure cookers. All that much more on The Topping Show. Thank you everyone for taking the time to tune in today. Today's episode of Topping Show is sponsored by Topping Technologies. Topping Technologies is an IT value-added reseller and services company with a special proficiency in IT security. Heck, I see their founder at least twice a day. Gotta say he's quite handsome and brilliant. He's me, you see, that's the joke. If you're an IT leader or a business owner, you can reach the team at sales at toppingtechnologies.com. Also, trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of October. So if you click that button, I greatly appreciate it. I know it's a mere hours away. However, a wise pilot once told me, never tell me the odds. Now, going over to the business part of the podcast, you have Ultra Q3 Reports is out, and they actually noticed a revenue decrease in part due to the ever-growing category of e-vaping and having knockoff brands. Now, Ultra is probably the largest tobacco company or alternative lifestyle company, whatever marketing mechanism you use to, well, you really prefer to use. But if you go to Wikipedia really quick, I can actually read you the list of everything they own and you'll be astonished. It's basically the largest tobacco company. Their best known brand is by Marlboro, where you used to have that iconic cowboy who's, well, actually, ironically or not ironically, depending on how you view things, the spokesperson died multiple times. Well, not the same person, but whoever was the spokesperson, they subsequently passed away from tobacco-related illnesses. So probably makes sense why they don't have a live-action brand ambassador anymore. Now. If you go to Altria, they're publicly traded, and they emerged from Philip Morris, which used to be, everyone used to know that name. I can't help but wonder if this is, they claim it's part of their rebranding to sound more professional. So kind of similar to, have you ever heard of the company Chuck E. Cheese's? Well, the corporate entity that actually operates all the stores, well, it's called CEC Entertainment. It's the same exact thing, but one sounds a little bit more professional. Now, this one perhaps, perhaps just because Philip Morris didn't have the best PR image prior to that. And of course, they use a bunch of consulting companies to actually see, you know, what would be the best name for the company. And that's how they came up with Altria. Now, it looks like in terms of the brands they own, pull that up really quick. Unless the control F doesn't find it. Let's see. Fiscal year 2020, they had rent revenues of $4.45 billion. Let's see here, some of the brands. Doo, doo, doo. One would think it'd be a little bit easier to find all their brands. Uh, let's see. Obviously, Marble is the best. Uh, yeah. All right. Now it's a mystery. Now we have to go to their main website just to find out. Go to Altria.com. Of course, the big banner that they have on their website is moving beyond smoking because they have alternative products. Well, let me see here. They have reports. Are they trying to... All right, so, eh. Yeah, they really do 
They're really not proud of all their individual brands that they own. Nevertheless, going to actual fiscal results, it looks like their quarterly or Q3 results came out last Thursday, fell short of Wall Street expectations, and the company narrowed its guidance for 2023 full year adjusted EPS or earnings per share. Now, the Marlboro maker, this is thanks to CNBC, noted that its domestic cigarette shipment volume decreased 11.6%, which is terrible in terms of your sales. I can't imagine. Don't get me wrong. It's not bad as a Bud Light business blunder of the century where they lost 30% of their sales. But considering they're best well-known for tobacco-related products, and that's down 11.6%, shows you kind of the continued shift in the smoking, or I don't know if you want to call it the nicotine industry, where now many people are enjoying copious amounts of vaping products. I think partially because you can do that product, you can partake in that product darn near anywhere. Whereas smokers have been socially ostracized by myriad of politicians and business owners, so they just shut it down. They actually the most ridiculous thing is if it's in winter, they actually force them to go outside and smoke outside. When my three cents, granted it used to be two cents, but 40 year hyperinflation, allow the business owner to choose what they want. I just have disdain when the government is telling the businesses, oh yeah, this is how you have to operate. You have to, if you want to be this, you know, just send them outside, which can't help but think you wouldn't do that for any other category. Now, it looks like the earnings per share were $1.28 per share adjusted versus the $1.29 expected. So it's not, it's not huge. It's not as bad as other, other public share companies have been doing lately. Now, the revenue was also adjusted. They came in at $5.28 billion versus, however they expected, $5.43 billion. Now, it looks like Altria's overall revenue fell its third quarter, decreasing 4.1% year over year to $6.25 billion. Net of excise tax, the company recorded a revenue of $5.28 billion, down 2.5%. The company noted that the drop was due in part to the lower net revenue for smokable products. Net earnings for the quarter were $2.17 billion or $1.22 per share compared to $224 million or $0.12 cents per share a year earlier, adjusting for one-time items associated with the company's investment in Anheuser-Busch InBev, as well as litigation and acquisition costs, also earned $1.28 per share. They really invest in Anheuser-Busch InBev? Wait, Anheuser-Busch, when was this? Ah, yeah, I guess they did it. Altria owns 10%. Now, granted, this is coming from Seeking Alpha, a public uh, stock trading company website. That was from July 20, 2023. An article actually noted they own 10% that stock. That is astonishing. Like the rest of their website, their banner makes sense, moving beyond smoking. Although, I don't know what causes more damage, Bud Light or smoking. I would recommend Bud Light, for sure. I can't pronounce those chemicals in smoking, but nevertheless, it looks like things are not doing well. Uh, let's see here. And they, have, they, they are still talking in regard to the FDA. They're not actually cracking down a lot of the counterfeits as much as they would like. Let's see here. In June, Altria completed its acquisition of Enjoy's e-vapor product portfolio for approximately $2.75 billion. And that is the only pod-based vape cleared for the U.S. market by the FDA. So that's a big green flag for investments. If you're the only product cleared for the U.S. market by the FDA, that's Sounds like things are going to be going pretty well for them in the future. 
Jeez Louise, but so far this year, Altria has recorded pre-tax charges of $424 million for tobacco litigation, including the settlement of jewel-related litigation. In May, Altria settled at least 6,000 lawsuits accusing it of fueling, fueling teen vaping epidemic through its former investment in jewel. Which sounds, as far as I knew through the acquisition, depends on how hands-on they were. Let me see here. Now, Gifford also said the company's traditional tobacco business was nevertheless resilient, quote, resilient in a dynamic operating environment, unquote. And half the article also says how they're moving beyond tobacco, which seems to be the most cliched thing, even though I know I know they are investing in these other companies. It'll be interesting to see how their stock goes from here. Other interesting business news, you have BP to buy $100 million worth of superchargers from Tesla. Now, this will help BP Pulse, which is the UK-based oil giant's electric vehicle charging network, and expand its U.S. network. Now, BP also noted that the dealer marks the first time Tesla charging hardware will, will be bought for an independent EV charging network. So that's very interesting because I've seen them. I've seen the Tesla chargers at third-party locations like a Bucky's, which is the best gas station, partially because it's, our, it's based in the best state, you know, Texas, but. Apparently, that means it's still on the Tesla network. Now, the rollout of the new hardware is expected to begin in 2024 as BP continues to expand from all their legacy investments, such as, you know, oil. So it'll be interesting to see how many more gas stations and providers start to add these Tesla chargers and what kind of, what kind of concessions, what kind of entertainment they're going to have to put in there to entertain you while you're waiting there for, you know, 20, 30, 40 minutes. It depends on how long it takes because I can't help but think if you're stuck at that gas station, it's good for that gas station because then you'll buy maybe food, drinks, other copious amounts of high fructose corn syrup products. But let me know. Would you would you ever go to a BP to charge your Tesla? It'd be interesting to see, but time shall tell. Other interesting business news, yes, Stellantis Chrysler to invest $1.5 billion into a Chinese EV automotive company. Now, in terms of investment stake in the company, this is going to give Chrysler Stellantis an approximate 20% stake in a company called Leap Motor. Now, the company said that the 51% Stellantis-led joint venture will also have exclusive rights to export and sell Leap Motors vehicles outside of China, which is going to be great because guess what's driving up Stellantis's prices? The unions, of also known as United Auto Workers. Who knows how much they're going to squeeze from them in the end, but their labor is already the highest in the automotive market and these companies are being pushed in the EVs by the U.S. government, well, one way to compete with Tesla is with a cheaper product, and this might very well give them that option. They also noticed that Leap Motor has focused on the mid to high end level of EV market in China, selling 100, 111,000 EVs in 2022, which is pretty impressive. Although for China, it's a drop in butter bucket, of course. Now, so far, that company has introduced three EV models, a BEV T03, the SUV C11 and the C01 sedan, which I was going to say, remember in the 70s when cars were, had unique, awesome names and now they're letters and numbers. It's almost as if there's a lack of creativity these days. It'll be interesting to see how easy it is to import these in the United States, depending on the tariffs and how everything's going with the U.S.-China geopolitical relations. But that might very well give them a little bit more ammunition in the fight to actually stay relevant as an automotive company. Let me know in the comments what you think. 
Uh, going on to the culture part of the podcast, you have Los Angeles ranked number one for organized theft, making it the winner of this award two years in a row, back to back. What a beautiful culture that is Los Angeles. I'm sure it'll be good next year. Like Chicago. Like the Bears. Because that's what they always say, the Bears will be good next year. Ha, <laughs> that's a joke because they don't win sports balls games. I'm told they have a very good defense. But just like the city of Chicago, seems like they have the definition of insanity and doing the same thing again, 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 again. And expecting different results, but yeah, not so much. So, sports balls joke for you. Now... You also know that this is the this is thanks to KTLA, so it's a local news network over in Los Angeles. They noted for the fifth year in a row, Los Angeles has the distinction of being the number one in the city, number one city in the nation when it comes to organized retail theft. I thought it was just two years in a row. Number one, the annual report from the National Retail Federation surveyed 177 brands, found that the average shrink rate, which is the term in retail when the items are lost, stolen, or broken. And that climbed to 1.4% in 2021 to 1.6% to in the U.S. last year. Oh, they actually even def define it for us. Shrink rate is an interesting term for lost inventory. And it gets lost in a myriad of ways, both employee as well as individual or as well as organized theft. While it might not seem like a significant percent change, the trade group says that it represents an additional $18.2 billion in losses. And of course, the San Francisco Bay Area for the third straight year was they were second for the third straight year, and Sacramento at seventh. Interesting. It's almost as if the culture that elects politicians to pass laws isn't effective in California. Who would have thought? Oh yes, yes. Anyone with a modicum of intelligence could have told you that by defelonizing the theft of items up to nine hundred fifty dollars, turn them into misdemeanors, and the way the justice system is set up with plea agreements and the way that district attorneys in California don't prosecute anything, that would make the situation infinitely worse. Though, perhaps, it's all intended to buy votes. Conspiracy theory, or fact, or reality, you decide. Now, the National Retail Federation went on to say, quote, Retail theft, crime, and theft continue to impact the retail industry at unprecedented levels. These effects of these criminal acts are not isolated to large national brands or large metropolitan areas. Daily ma media reports show that no business is immune and these issues touch retailers of all segments, size, and locations in the United States, unquote. However, I don't think it pertains to one particular retail establishment. Gun stores. Go ahead and try to rob a gun store. It won't end well. And yeah, interestingly, do not bring that up in this article. But if you just look up a YouTube compilation of people robbing gun stores, I mean, I don't recommend it because it's obviously, well, depending on where you live or what your ideology are or what your background is, perhaps not, obviously. So I will just simply say it does not end well for the bad guy. Now, this also referenced a flash mob when it came to a Los Angeles mall establishment where Nordstrom used to have a store there. Now, thankfully, they have a modicum of intelligence, so they left that particular strip mall and just in a couple hours, just 100,000 of inventory, gone. Because they had a mob literally just go to the store. And the only thing they had there to stop it was a futile attempt at a security guard who had a pepper spray. Which, yeah, again, isn't going to stop anything. Now, they also go on to say, here are the top, and you might notice all these cities have something in common. The top 10 cities in metropolitan areas affected by organized retail crime in 2022. This according to the National Retail Federation. 
Number one, Los Angeles. Number two, San Francisco. Number three, Houston. Number four, New York. Number five, Seattle. Number six, Atlanta. Number seven, Sacramento. Number eight, Chicago. Number nine, Denver. Number 10, Miami. Number 11, Albuquerque. A majority of those cities have many things in common, politically speaking. Now, they continue to say, and this is again from the National Retail Federation, quote, while theft has an undeniable impact on retailer margins and profitability, retailers are highly concerned about the heightening levels of violence and the threat of violence associated with theft and crime. 88% of retailers report that shoplifters are somewhat more or much more aggressive and violent compared to one year ago, unquote. Yeah, no duh, you're enabling them. Again, you don't have to be a retail or a cultural genius or an expert to realize this. Or perhaps you do in the United States. The bar has just dropped that far when it comes to anyone having a modicum of self-respect, dignity, or honor, integrity. Perhaps, unfortunately, some people might actually have to Google or brave search most of those words because they become so, in some ways, nuts fallen from modern vernacular. But, again, when it comes to this issue, yes, it is a huge culture issue. The culture of people being entitled, people thinking they should just steal instead of actually working for a living. I find that disgusting, morally vacuous to say the least. But again, when it comes to retail theft, it can be stopped very easily. All you need is a little bit of approach. One, have your community have a modicum of self-respect. Build a culture of people who know that you're not entitled to anything except an equal opportunity. Work like hell and you will be successful. The odds are in your favor. Now. Again, build a culture of self-respect, build a culture that is of accountability and not of crime and theft. Two, talk to the insurance industry. Because right now, and I noticed this when I work in retail, some of the insurance industries are directing tel directly, again, click the subscribe button, it might fix my stutter. Again, I'm not a Mayo Clinic doctor, but it couldn't hurt. The stuttering has decreased as the survivor count has gone up, so I can't help but think it might have some validity to this theory. Nevertheless, back to my point, in terms of the lawyers and in terms of the actual litigation of the insurance policies, many insurance policies specifically state you cannot stop or even attempt to stop a thief at your store because they've determined with their calculators that there is a higher risk that someone could get hurt if you try to stop them. However, that's both morally vacuous because you're not, you're literally empowering the bad guy to do bad things. And also, it's causing this problem to get worse and worse and worse by enabling them. So we need to have a, as the, as the youth might say, well, more realistically, someone in a retirement home might say, a coming to Jesus moment with insurance industries to talk to them about the long-term profitability of their business model, this business model, as well as injecting a little bit of morality into their business model as well. Because again, long-term, Target alone is expected to lose $400 million this year in retail theft. That's one business. One. Again, this is a multi-billion dollar issue, as well as a moral and cultural issue that's just driving the country worse and worse and worse. So you need to build the culture at home in terms of the local community. You need to work with these insurance policies and these lawyers. And lastly, you need to actually talk to these stores. Some of these stores are not just enabling this, they're empowering the bad guys. They had an infamous moment where Lululemon, which is most famously known for making a highly profitable sheer product for women to wear at the gym, and presumably two men, but they actually told their employees to stand down, just let the bad guy get away with it. Two employees had the audacity to try to record a bad guy getting away so they can try to get a license plate. They were fired for doing that. They were fired for doing the right thing. Morally vacuous and disgusting to say the least. It's ridiculous. So you need to have these stores actually 
prosecute them. And then lastly, you need to vote district attorneys who will actually do their job, which again is a tall order these days as many of them advocate for responsibility and actually do the antithesis of their actual job where they empower bad guys for just letting them walk, letting them plead down to basically nothing in most cases. So again, if you do those four things, you could turn this whole issue around. It's been done before in other countries. Also having some punishment would probably help out as well. Let me know in the comments, do you think Los Angeles, San Francisco, will they turn their cultures around? Businesses are leaving in droves because of this issue. The only business that's moved to San Francisco in the past 48 months is Ikea, which I joke, or not so depending on, I don't know, it might actually be fact, they just did that because they know that people who steal are too lazy to assemble their own furniture, perhaps? Or if they had a twisted sense of humor, they would actually have all the packages so that if you steal it, you only have 50% of the parts, and then when they get it home, they try to assemble it, they go, dang it, now I have to go there and buy it. Of course, the joke being they would actually just go there and steal again, they won't actually go there and buy it. But nevertheless, the joke was attempted. So let me know in the comments, do you think Los Angeles will ever turn this ship around? Will San Francisco or Chicago ever turn this ship around and start to tune up and fix their culture? I hope they do, because there are a lot of innocent people who are getting detrimentally hurt in the crossfire. Neighborhoods are being destroyed. Let me know what you think. It'll be fascinating here if you believe these cities can turn their things around, or do you think it'll just be more of the same? Time shall tell. Other interesting cultural news, you have Spider-Man game roasted for altering the Spanish language to make it quote-unquote woke, and they also remove pride themes for the Middle Eastern market. Yet again, video game companies have been doing this for quite some time. Now, one of the biggest issues that people have seen with this, and this is Marvel's Spider-Man 2, removing all genders for the Spanish language. And of course, they want to be pushing the BS made up term known as Latinx, which, again, I've asked my, well, I asked my mom, and yeah, she let me know that, yeah, that's BS. People in Cuba don't do that. People in Mexico don't do that. No one who's really Hispanic actually believes in that term, that made up term. Because again, Spanish by its very nature is gender oriented. And there are many people joking that the developers are just the things they've aspired. They, they're basically the biggest hypocrites on the planet. You have, pejoratively, their people are saying that they're white developers trying to reconquest another language and another culture. They're quite literally destroying Hispanic culture by doing this many are arguing. Now, this is thanks to a tweet from someone by the name of Learning the Law. And this person says, quote, here's something interesting for Latinos. Spider-Man 2, inclusive languages for those English speakers, this will be spreading like Latinx all over the game. Now you can predict what NPC has followed their list behavior. And they have a little clip. It's about nine seconds long, but one, did get 1.4 million views. Primero quiero que conozcas al Dr. Young, un importante entomólogo. ¿Sabes qué es la entomología? Sí. El Dr. Young realiza una investigación genial con abejas. Primero Yeah. Interesting. Some of, our, some of them are also lambasting the designers for not knowing the difference between the Puerto Rico and the Cuban flag, which... Eh. I was going to say, I mean, Puerto Rico, you should probably know that Puerto Rico is a province of the United States. They're... Many people, might, some people might call them diet American. Cuba is still communism and evil and morally vacuous. You should probably know the difference between those two flags. Although, many people joke that Captain America is really Captain Puerto Rico because he only has one flag, but another joke for another time, perhaps. Although, 
That is still a Marvel property, so perhaps the joke still stands. Maybe. Perhaps. Quality. Maybe. Now, going to the comments section of this particular tweet, looks like, of course, when it comes to people who are agreeing with the video game company, no one agrees with the video game company. They're getting ratioed, as the youth might say. Now, there are a lot of Hispanic responses, of course, and they're all just vitriol. One of them even just says, uh, actually, I don't know what the YouTube terms and conditions are in terms of, like, swearing in other languages. One basically pejoratively says, your mother. And that got 27 likes. A lot of people saying, what the hell, in Spanish, getting 199 likes. Now, this is one of the most positive responses, getting over 1,000 likes, which is pretty darn good. This one is by somebody named Casamuni. This person says, quote, This is even worse than just using the Latinx, holy crap. I'm not Spanish, but as far as I can tell, stuff like entomalogo is not even a word in Spanish language. It should be entomaga, since it's referring to a female. This person got 1,000 likes from that. Someone by the name of Liberty Cannabis Lupus, caffeinated wolf, saying, quote, white game developers determined once again to alter a language that isn't theirs. Spanish is deliberately gendered. Why? Because there are two of them. Unquote. That person got 1.5 thousand likes. As you might say, ratio beyond all belief. And there are also other scenes in the, that are screenshots from the video game where there's a, having characters that are non-binary, which is another cultural cultural hot topic or hot item, so to say. And then you have the gif where someone says, Hispanic when you call him a slur, and he has the laughing actor from, what is that, Breaking Bad? And Hispanic when you call him Latinx, and the character is deadpan serious face. I got 477 likes. So it's interesting, I'm trying to see if there's anyone who actually agrees with what the video game did. Uh, yeah, not so much. A lot of jokes about they're using the wrong Spanish word, and then like this one says "Le Doctor Jones" is a picture of a Italian guy holding a pizza. Because again, they're they're basically rewriting the whole language, and I mean the Spanish community, no one's embracing this. It's literally just being thrust upon them, or I say should they should say us. No one's buying it. And when it comes to this video game, I can't help but think not many people are going to buy it. But that's just my three cents. It used to be two cents, but 40-year hyperinflation got you three cents. Though, it is still free to click the subscribe button there. Or there. I don't know how your phone is oriented, or less likely, but also in the realm of possibility, your desktop computer. Now, going over to the political part of the podcast, you have Chris Christie says it's time to move on from Trump. However, Chris Christie is immediately ratioed. Because, of course, he is. Now, Chris Christie is purportedly running for the nominee for the Republican Party. That's a rumor I've heard. <laughs> That's a joke, because technically, right technically he is, but his polling is at less than 3%. Now, I'm, let's see here. Now, I'm wondering what he's trailing at. Let's see, it's five, five, nine, thirty. That's the political aggregate one. Political poll for Republican nominee. Always helps if I could spell 
or I could type correctly. Uh, let's see here. Last time I checked, uh, let's see. Uh, where is it? Five nine thirty. Chris Christie polling by uh, five thirty. Is it for it? Oh, five thirty-eight. That's why. So <laughs> this is just a simple poll asking people: Do they have a favorable or unfavorable opinion of Chris Christie? Fifty-one point seven percent of people say they have an unfavorable view of Chris Christie, and that is the aggregate of one, two, three, four, five, six of six polls. I'm trying to see, and those polls look like they have between 800 and 1,000 people participating in each poll. Now, granted, I don't see the geographic or the further breakdown of the metric, or not the metrics, of the poll samples, but nevertheless, he's not very popular. Now, he actually went on the TV, and I was going to say, someone say he went home, he's on CNN. Now, the text before the video says, Quote, this is from Chris Christie. The walls are closing in on Donald Trump. It's time for us to move on from this guy. While I'll be taking on Joe Biden and the Democrats directly, Trump will be campaigning from courtrooms. And Chris Christie, perhaps this is one time where you're thankful we don't have picture-in-picture production at this point, so you don't have to actually see Chris Christie. However, I know for future, people are asking that in the comments, so if you have suggestions for a production software that could enable that, I would appreciate that, as I have tried a couple and still trying, struggling to find one that works with the camera I currently have. So without further ado, Chris Christie on CNN. How worried should Trump be right now about Mark Meadows being granted immunity? Desperately worried. Um, Wolf, I'll tell you a story. The day that Donald Trump uh, named Mark Meadows chief of staff, uh, he called me and told me that Mark Meadows was going to be the next James Baker. Uh, now, look... If the person you call the next James Baker is now testifying that you are lying to the American people about the election results from election night forward, which is reported to what Mark Meadows is testifying, and that you knew all along that what you were saying was not backed up by the facts, Donald Trump is in very, very big trouble, and he is going to face real jail time for doing this if that's what's proven in court. Right now, Trump is uh, clearly still the dominant frontrunner for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination. Will this latest development with Mark Meadows actually impact how voters, Republican voters, feel about the former president? Uh, Wolf, the walls are closing in on Donald Trump. Jenna Ellis pled guilty today. She's agreed to testify against the former president. Sidney Powell's agreed to testify before the former against the former president. Ken Chesbro has agreed to uh, testify against the former president, not only in Atlanta, but also in the federal January 6th trial for Jack Smith. And now Mark Meadows. So that's Chris Christie on the Twitter getting 50,000 views, which for Chris Christie is pretty good. He's uh, not a heavy hitter. Well, in a way he's a heavy hitter, but not in the traditional way. Now, in terms of the feedback, I was going to say, I don't even have to speculate. We all know it's going to be hilariously inept, so let's check it out. One of the first top responses is from Steve. Steve says, quote, While you are correct that lying is a good way to become a successful politician, you are just aren't that good at it. I'm just saying. Getting 21 likes. 
James Boyce saying, quote, you're not doing it for us, Chris, unquote. He got 16 likes. Not important enough to impeach, this gentleman says, quote, I remember when we waited for the legal systems to sort out your bridge issues before we judged you. It's classlessness not to expect the same grace to Trump, unquote. Gained 43 likes. However, politics and hypocrisy are unfortunately all too ingrained in another, so it seems. Someone by the name of S. Petrie said, quote, Christie once again demonstrating that his campaign can be summed up as, quote, all the Democratic Party lies and talking points repeated by the most touted Republican polit- Republicans in history, unquote, gained 22 likes. And Carter simply saying, quote, Christie, seriously, give it up. It's embarrassing. No one is going to vote for you ever, period, unquote. And she got 26 likes. Patriot Freedom Project said, quote, Christie is not a serious candidate. He is a shill to do exactly what he is doing. This guy would never have the support of his own state. 47 likes for that particular one. Isabella Marco De Luca says, quote, all you talk about is Trump, unquote, with laughy, smiley emojis. She got 121 likes. Joshua Sexton said, quote, do you write this tweet while breathing heavily, unquote, gained 14 likes. Trying to, this got, perhaps that could be a scavenger hunt, like kind of like where's, remember that game when you were a kid, where's Waldo, where you spend a copious amounts of time trying to find someone in a very distinct looking uniform? Well, in this case, perhaps we can play that game right here right now. However, updated, where's Chris Christie's supporters? Let's dive in. There's gotta be, there's gotta be one. There's gotta be one person in the comments who, who uh, actually supports him. A lot of people telling him to sit down. The clown emoji is very popular. They're using that a lot. Let's see. Tyler says, oinky, oink, piggy, Christie, unquote, getting six likes. The Jefferson, who gets an A-plus for marketing because the profile picture is of the OG Thomas Jefferson. This person says, quote, Krusty isn't even serious about a real campaign. All he wants to do is bash Trump. Krusty has 0% chance of being president. You can read all through his comments, and all the comments are people hating Krusty and defending Trump, unquote. Getting 26 likes. Again, the search continues. Does he have any real supporters in the comments section? Someone by the name of Mega Girl, who gets a B- for marketing because she's not wearing the iconic red hat. So I suspect her allegiance. Partially kidding. Now, she says, quote, why don't you run as a Democrat because that's what you are, unquote. She got... 29 likes. Someone by the name of Maga Michelle. Again, no. what happened to the hat? I thought that was iconic. She's not wearing the hat either. Now, Miss Maga Michelle says, quote, and he'll stomp all over you, tubby, 2%, unquote. She got 87 likes. However, I do believe at one point he did get 3% in terms of Republican nominee vote for, for support. It's not much, but it's something. Um, there are many AI-generated pictures of Chris Christie looking particularly uh, large, uh, including a Halloween pack. All right, I've just scrolled through through two pages. I'm gonna, I'm literally saying see more comments. A lot of people saying LMFAO. Some saying eat another donut. 
Gunnar Nordvist says, quote, Chris Christie is for the political persecution of political opponents, just like his uniparty friend Joe Biden, unquote. Getting three likes. Okay, this, this, all right, there's a lot of memes with Fat Albert. All right, this gotta be... Someone, someone named the Patriot Warrior simply says, the walls are always closing in at the buffet line when Chris is hungry, unquote. Although he did not get any likes. Many views, but not so much likes. We're going, we're really digging down to the comic section here. Dave asked, or rather he says, quote, do you have custom belts made, unquote? Which, presumably, if he did, he would actually have it be a brand ambassador. In terms of having a brand ambassador, you have podcasters, politicians, many of them have their own brands and they have endorsement deals. I mean, of all the lost business opportunities, that actually would be a good one in terms of having a durable supportive belt. If they were to sponsor Chris Christie, I mean, that'd be a testament to the product if he were to continue to work throughout his duration of using the product. However, I, I guess he just doesn't, he's not very good at marketing or making money for his campaign. Well, clearly he's not very good at campaigning or raising funds for his campaign, but that seems to be a really good sponsor right there. Perhaps he just needs a little bit more creativity in his campaign. Nevertheless, the hunt or the search continues. A lot. Another one says, by name of setting the record straight, says, you'll never see the debate stage that Biden has on it, unquote. Oh my gosh, there's got to be one. So gross. CNN, what a joke. A lot of people saying you haven't moved on. Trump is living his head rent free. Not is dumb big guy you lost, you'll be what? You'll you're still here. Cutlery says, quote, you fit on CNN because you're a rhino hack, unquote. You're pulling at one percent. What's your belt size? You're a grifter. MAGA is on the move and you are stuck in the swamp. We will find one. Now I'm determined. There's gotta be one person. In this comic section, he has zero following. Oh my gosh. Uh, a lot of people praising Trump. Uh, let's see. People using vernacular that is uh, not too polite for public conversation. A lot of simply people just responding with the emoji of a laughing person. Mel Taurus says every time you mention his name, he only gets stronger, unquote. I mean, now it's just a ma I mean, now scavenger shots really digging the bottom of the barrel. It's gotta be one person. A lot of people saying Rhino, CNN puppet. LA sports fan for life saying, dude, you're obsessed with Trump. A lot of people say, no, you're wrong. You're an embarrassment. Go Chris, go to jail. Nope, Trump 24, Trump 24. People, ooh, that's a new interesting pejorative, um, not metaphor, but comparison. I haven't heard this line of thought before. Somebody named name of Havoc, which appropriate name, perhaps they're trying to cause havoc in the comics section. This person says, K. White Lizzo, unquote. And although he only got one view, I thought it was important nevertheless to bring that up. A lot of people saying he should be on a diet program. A lot of people saying Trump 2024. Pro-corruption Christie. 
you'll be campaigning a lot from Burger King, you need bigger pants, the walls are... There has to be one. No one cares. Uh, a lot of Trump hats. Oh my gosh. A lot of AI generating pictures of Chris Christie looking large. You're so obsessed. Get lost slob. Whatever. Porky. The walls are closing. And with all this, you're still 1%. He becomes more popular every day. You're not doing anything with 2% of the vote. You're a scumbag. Honk, honk. The bridge is jamming up. Army veteran. So, oh hey, yeah, that's a, interesting. Someone did a GIF of the Madagascar penguin who's pointing to a shipping label, and then they photoshopped it to say, know your place, and it says, comma, trash. That only got one like, but nevertheless, I thought it was worth saying. We're, we're so far down in the comics section, they're not even getting a lot of likes. Well, a lot of them are only getting one or two views. I say that, and I just found one that has two likes. Dave says, quote, CNN offer you a job yet? Maybe you can replace Acosta. A lot of people saying Chris Christie's a backstabber. They're saying they support Trump. Oh my gosh. He'll be winning. Never. People has gone. Looks like you move looks like you haven't moved in decades. Chris Christie's a, so someone by the name of Suspense Drifts says Christie is the fastest Democrat there is. A lot of it, the gifts for people are rolling their eyes. Is that it? I think I got... It's like, if you search for something on Google, getting to the last search result page, like, statistically speaking, most people don't even go beyond page two of search results on Google. We're in, like, the, we're in like the 30th page of Google search results. I just got to the very bottom. I haven't seen that on any public figure ever, with the exception of... Burham, who's the politician from North Dakota, is running for a Republican nominee. So this is the second time, actually, this has actually happened. And I, a lot of people calling him a rhino. I, it's almost mathematically impossible. Like, does his family not even go on Twitter or X? Or does his staff not go on the platform? Like, why aren't, even they aren't saying, like, good job or anything, not giving him any accolades. So now I'm going to scroll back up. Let's see. Again, people calling us backstabbers. Things with a Z in the spelling. This person says, haven't heard one single person say you're going to be president. People saying go away rhino. People saying he's a loser. Chris Christie back. Okay, this. So we're, we've looked all the way through the comments going down. I'm going to go up really quick and see if we see one positive response. For Chris Christie. Well, there's a, someone by the name of Dick Rickinson saying walls are closing in for the ninth or tenth time. Kyle Martin says he becomes more popular every day. However, this person is, the way that it is written, it sounds like that person is referring to Trump. So again, that's not a popular one. You're obsessed. A lot of people call it referring to the Uniparty and Donuts. Again, another lost sponsorship deal. Dunkin' Donuts is a Northeastern-based company. Just a stone throw. Oh, I was going to say stone throw away, or perhaps a better metaphor is a donut throw away. But again, that's not, again, in terms of sponsorships, I don't believe they're contributing to his campaign. 
another lost opportunity. Someone just did, uh, they just did a GIF where it just has the word evil flashing. A lot of GIFs of Trump. A lot of GIFs of the overweight guy from, um, what is it, the Austin Powers franchise. Some by the name of Debbie saying, quote, Trump never lied to the American people. Everyone knows he won the election. Trump is right that the election was a fraud in many ways. He is also right that for Republicans to win elections, we need to stop the fraud. I support Trump 100%. Person got three views and one like. Not to brag, but my upcoming Cigars and Cybersecurity event that I've tweeted had 17 views and even one like. My company may have liked it, but that's neither here nor there. Some by name of KMFO saying narrator voice, he won't be taking on Biden. Bring back Floco says this Chris guy is built exactly like Nadler. Many gifts of people eating copious amounts of ice cream. I, again, I'm scrolling all the way up. Pro Corruption Christie gets zero likes, but one view. A lot of Trump 2024 is going up. If you can't keep Trump in, da, da, da. Some of the name of Paul says, if you keep Trump off the ticket or if you run against him as an independent in general election, this Democrat will vote for you. This person got one like and 15 views. So we're almost, we're halfway through the top. A lot of people mentioning he's polling between one and 3%. This is fascinating. Well, the walls are closing in is very, very common in terms of the comments. A lot of people bring back gifts of Fat Albert. This is mathematically seemingly impossible. Even Ted Cruz, who isn't very popular on social media traditionally, he usually gets more positive responses. He, usually, he always gets some. A lot of Chris Christie sitting on the highway in a lawn chair. Uh, not nice things about his wife. That I'll not. I'll skip over those comments. Someone I, I I read that already. Uh, you see. A lot of people saying, you've been saying this since 2016, silly goose. How far away were the walls when they started closing in? Is that they are still very far away? A lot of people calling him a pathetic liar. This. This is astonishing. We're almost at the top. We're almost back. James Boyce saying you're not doing it for us, Chris. Getting 16 likes. I already said that. Well, folks, you saw it or you heard it here today. Chris Christie just got the ultimate ratio, as youth might say. Not a single positive response. Out of 50, and there's 50 or 49,000 views. And there has to be at least 100 comments. Not a single positive one. Which means not even his support staff or family follow him on Twitter and or take the time to stick up for him or give him accolades or say kudos to you. 
or more appropriate perhaps is a donut for you. So it'll be interesting to see in terms of Chris Christie's campaign, I don't think it's gonna be getting better anytime soon. And perhaps let me know in the comments, maybe we should have an award for ratio of the year on the social media or political epic fail is also another trophy we might be able to send him in the mail. It'll be interesting to see, but when it comes to this campaign, I would say the Magic 8-Ball or the Magic Deep Fried 8-Ball would say the outlook is not so good. Other interesting political news, you have Ron DeSantis on Florida's Israel rescue operation going viral. Unlike Chris Christie, though, it is mostly in a positive way. Now, he has a nice infographic as well as text. So Ron DeSantis says, quote, Florida's Israel rescue operation has completed four rescue flights, bringing nearly 700 Americans home from Israel. Two cargo planes with 85 pallets of donated supplies have also arrived in Israel. Thanks to all who helped to make this happen, unquote. And he has a very good graphic in which he has all that neatly laid out. Now, those are the main three statistics he says at the top. In bullet points, he also says, in terms of regard to the main subject on the bullet points, saying protecting Jewish communities, the four as I said, four, five bullet points to say one, or the first bullet point, over 100 FHP troopers and FDLE agents deployed to protect Florida synagogues, Jewish state schools, and communities with large Jewish populations, 12 arrests made for threats against the Jewish community, disbanded Florida chapters of the Students for Justice in Palestine at two universities, coordinated with law enforcement to ensure Jewish communities are protected throughout Florida. Last bullet point, Regional law enforcement coordination teams have provided situational information to law enforcement across Florida and prepared assets available in an emergency. He continued in the last part of the little infographic, it says sanctioning Iran. And the first part of it says legislative proposal announced to strengthen sanctions on Iran to ensure Florida does not do business with companies aligned with Iran that could in turn fund Hamas and other terrorist groups. The other part says special session of the Florida legislature called to address the governor's Iran sanctions related proposal and provide additional protections for Jewish communities, unquote. Now that got 620,000 views in a day. And for DeSantis, that's very good. That as the youth might say is going viral. Although you would think we'd have a more hip term or perhaps there is, I just don't know it yet. Let me know in the comments if there is something that says supplanted that last term. Now, going to the comments section, it'll be interesting to see. I want to say DeSantis, on average, probably about 50 to 60% positive. And of course, there's usually 20 to 30% saying, go, go, Trump. And they just really don't want DeSantis. And there's usually around 10% just random. So let's dive in and find out. Someone by the name of Divergent saying, quote, thank you for giving them free and safe passage. Now you can please do something about this house insurance scam happening in Florida. I have three insurance companies in less than two years. They demand high down payments, then cancel you after only a couple of months, and then take weeks for your refund. That person got 2,371 views and 32 likes. Which again, that is a big controversy affecting a lot of Floridians right now is the insurance industries that are leaving presumably because many of them are losing money because of the natural disasters and people continue to build in the same spots. But nevertheless, another topic for another time, that's the situation this person is referring to. Someone by the name of Amy Gator, literally the name is Amy Gator, not an actual alligator. 
Which makes me suspicious. I can't help but think that's exactly what a real alligator would say. And the profile picture is of an alligator. And it has a blue check mark. It is a verified profile. Perhaps animals are learning faster than we know. Nevertheless, this person says, quote, that's my governor. Great job stepping up and taking care of business. It would be so amazing to see this level of leadership on a national level. Hashtag RD24, presumably, uh, unquote, presumably that is a reference to Ron DeSantis 2024. Now, this person got 126 likes, which is pretty darn compelling. Someone by the name of Wild Survival has a GIF from The Office or a compilation in which you have Jeff, Jim pointing to a whiteboard and this is the before and after. So the GIF says, quote, if I ran grammar people, grammar. So I'm gonna change the grammar so it's grammatically correct. So it's meant to say, quote, if Iran supporting Hamas is a direct attack on the US, and the second picture where Jim is looking like, where he's you know making the face in terms of, oh duh. The second picture says, the US support for Ukraine is a direct attack on Russia. I got 45 likes. Someone by the name of Libertarian Party of Florida says, quote, this is incredibly irresponsible, especially when you continue to ignore problems in Florida like the home insurance crisis, which is combined with insane inflation is causing Floridians incredible pain. Unquote, they got 11 likes. Granted, given their name, they probably aren't gonna be big fans of Ron since they're part of the Libertarian Party. Someone by the name of Vanessa, so we, we had to dig a little bit, we're starting to, starting to see a little bit more positive responses. Some of them by the name of, again, Vanessa saying, quote, this is wonderful. You are a great Governor DeSantis. You have my gratitude and respect. Thank you for helping Americans in their time of need. Thank you for bringing Americans home, unquote. First got 29 likes. Someone by the name of Andy Carter simply saying, awesome, got four likes. Now someone by the name of Miami Catholic, who I was gonna say, A plus for marketing, you know exactly what this person is, they have the Bible, rosary, and prayers as emojis in the profile name, and the profile picture is someone praying. That's just A-plus marketing. You know exactly what they're doing. Now, this person by the name of Catholic Miami saying, quote, the non-Jewish population here in Florida clearly don't stand a chance on getting any kind of grievances from this guy. Laughing emoji. They aren't getting crap, censored, uh, and of this deal, or rather, reverse that they are getting the crap end of this deal an absentee governor parading around running for president and now his efforts are on a foreign country unquote this first got 110 likes now in terms of my three cents when it comes to that particular statement again it used to be two cents but 40 year hyperinflation thanks to the government gotta do three cents however still free to click the subscribe button which may not guarantee cure my stuttering and help me slow down my pace of speaking Again, this is an independent study. It could very well be the cure. We don't know yet. That's why we do the study. Now, this person, they're saying they're not helping Americans, but the way the vernacular from DeSantis' campaign is saying, they're bringing Americans back out of Israel. So again, there are Israeli civilians, I was going to say civilians, there are, of course, those exist. I'm saying there are Israeli residents and there are people who have dual citizenship between the United States as well as Israel. Let's see here. Wow, somebody named Snowy 2024, this person says, quote, how much did your political stunt cost Floridian taxpayers, unquote. This person got 128 likes, which that is a lot. 
of likes. Which, I was going to say, the cliche Republican spot response would be, you can't put a price on freedom. I'm sorry I had to say it. It's kind of cliche since the dawn of time. But again, those some of those, I believe, are Floridian citizens. I need to check... I need, again, I don't know, they haven't divulged, the, I was going to say the, the, um, the breakdown of the 700 people they brought back, but they're American citizens, and some of them may very well live in Florida. So now, again, a couple positive responses coming to the service. Candice for DeSantis. So she, I don't want to say she deserves an F for marketing, but she used for numerically instead of F-O-R. Can't decide if it's a legitimate pun or not. Nevertheless, Candice for DeSantis said... Simply, quote-unquote, thank you. Getting 27 likes. Latino E. American says DeSantis 2024. Getting three likes. Someone actually did a GIF. I have no idea what pop culture references this to. But someone deserves... This is a good GIF, I would say, because it is a man. And, of course, he suited up like all men always should. And it simply says, who's the man? You're the man. And... That one from, this was tweeted by Espiritu, got 20 likes. Someone by the name of Tommy Egan has a gif of a priest pushing a cross, and the text says, Be gone, Satan. The person got 22 likes. Charles Jones says, quote, Thank you, Governor, getting 10 likes. Sam Mithka saying, quote, You can tell who Ron's donors are, unquote, getting 44 likes, which is Quite a bit. Dolvin Todd says, quote, cough, cough, Project Dynamo 1, unquote, getting 11 likes, which I believe is referenced later in the comic section. Uh, yes, it is. So, eh, we'll skip ahead. We'll go to that right now. So, someone lower in the comic section by the name of Miss Malindo says, quote, the credit goes to Project Dynamo, not you. Now, this got 12, well, originally got, this statement got 12 likes, and it's a retweet of someone by the name of T. Kobe T. And it's a picture with DeSantis, and DeSantis originally said, Today we welcomed nearly 300 Americans who have been in Israel since last week when the violent attacks by Hamas terrorists began. Thank you, Project Dynamo 1, for helping get them all the way home safely. Now, this person responded to that picture saying, at Bill Mimmer, at Dana Perino, at Jessa Walters, it was Project Dynamo, not DeSantis, who got these people out. Anyone can request it. Other states have their citizens flown. They're a non-government group who rescued people from Afghanistan and Ukraine. DeSantis shouldn't get credit for their work, unquote. And that person actually got 4,000. Oh, no, that's DeSantis. My mistake. DeSantis really got about 4,000 likes for his picture with that organization quantum flux said why aren't these feds doing this unquote getting one like which again never if your backup plan is ever to rely on the federal government you, you that's not a prudent business decision that's not a prudent life decision never count on them to do anything for you in a positive way i should clarify yeah i want to say you're on your own these days but depending on the circumstances uh yalik would be not so good Someone by the name of Burt McLachlan saying, quote, Take note, everyone. This is what a winner looks like. He is a good for Florida. He is good for Florida, but would be great for the country. Let's make this man president, unquote. I got 71 likes. So quite a few. 
So let's just continue to scroll down to the comics section here. Another picture of DeSantis getting out with the airplane saying, this is from Rhonda Harrison saying, quote, DeSantis rescue operation left Americans stranded in Cyprus. It got 37 likes, so that one's not so flattering of DeSantis, so to say. Let's see here. Pardon my mess, saying, quote, I basically feel like Ron DeSantis is the actual leader of the free world at this point. This person got nine likes. Punished Billy says, quote, good luck with your run for Israeli president, unquote, getting 109 likes. So it looks like, and there's a fair amount of likes. A lot of people saying thank you, getting between one and three likes. So overall, I'd say, eh, it's probably about 60% positive of DeSantis. In terms of, you know, moves on the political chessboard, I think overall American support for what he's doing, I would say that sentiment is overall positive or more than 51% of people I think would agree with the actions DeSantis and this organization took. And I think it might help a little bit in the polls. Granted these days, it seems like anything can help because he's presumably just precipitously dropped so much in the polls. It seems like anything should be able to, you know, increase the numbers. Now that being said, his team has not had the best track record. So perhaps this might crater the campaign even more hard to say, but just a moves on political chessboard, I think. I think it might help him out a little bit. Now, let me in the comments if you think that actually might hurt his campaign. Be fascinated to hear what you have to say. Now, going on to the business blunder of the day, you have Best Buy recalling 930,000 pressure cookers because they can cause a little bit of a burns. That is not so good. So, this is their insignia pressure cookers, and they include models, if you happen to have one at home, the six and eight quart pressure cookers and the CSPC listed the model numbers as N is in Nick, S is in Sam, M is in Mary, C is in Cat, six zero, S is in Sam, S is in Sam eight. And that's gonna take too long, so I'll just say them. N S M C six zero S S nine and N S dash M C eight zero S S nine. They also saw that these were sold between October 2017 and June 2023 and Best Buy stores as well as some Amazon sites. Well, Amazon specifically, but some sellers at Amazon. The company noted that the pressure cookers ejecting their contacts has happened 31 known times to date. And in those instances, 17 people were burned with some characterized as second degree or severe burn, according to a CPSC notice. Now granted, this isn't the first time Best Buy is in hot water, pun moderately intended, they recently found actually discriminate and intentionally discriminate against people based on their race, saying you are no, you can't qualify for managerial training unless you are only above these select three races, which I would think more people would find morally vacuous and disgusting. But for some reason, it really didn't gain much steam when it came to social media outlooks or areas like LinkedIn or YouTube. It, it was like a one-day story, and unfortunately, I think too many people forgot about it. However, subsequently, maybe this will get that story back in the news and maybe they'll change their tune and actually give equal opportunity to everyone, not based on things they cannot control, but rather their work merit. Now, that being said, having a little issue where they're trying to diversify their products and sell more and more stuff when certain areas of the store are decreasing in sales volume and they're kind of struggling in sales, that's gotta be the business blunder of the day. 
Thank you again, everyone, for taking the time to tune in today. I know we're trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of October. I know it's mere hours away. However, a wise pilot once told me, never tell me the odds. So if you can click that button, I'd greatly appreciate it. Also, a comment is a great way to let me know how I can make the channel and the show better and better. Lastly, don't forget to take time to tell your family, tell your friends, tell your coworkers, heck, tell your enemies, tell anyone and everyone. Just stay safe and fight the good fight.